A cattle battle today. Welcome in South Devon Cattle. We have event updates and lots more. Crew, let's ranch it up. I am him, the Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. A big thank you to our partners, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mild City Buck and Horse Sales, so excited to talk about that, DLCC Ranch, Punchy Yields by UPH, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, I hope that y'all are staying ranchy. Hashtag staying ranch. I think See ever I since these hashtags came out, it took you've me, been addicted once you figured them out. It took a long time. <laughs> we got into, we were announcing in a, road, a rodeo someplace. Who did we get? It was one of the clowns, I think, that was working with us. We got into this conversation about hashtags because I couldn't understand how a pound sign could now be called a hashtag. I don't understand. <laughs> and now everything is hashtagged in our life. Hashtagged. I mean, absolutely Tigger everybody. Tigger approved. Yes, everything. So, hey, thanks for coming along with us again today as we ranch it up. See how I did that? I am all over this thing. I have a question. Oh, my gosh. I have a question, crew. And that is, what do you do when your significant other comes to you with an idea? Here's where I'm going with this. You say yes. Oh, Lord have mercy. Is, uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago, as, as you recall, uh, Beck, you came to me. You were all all excited about goats. I I have no idea why. Those little cute ones. You're all excited about goats. So so cute. You were all amped to get in the goat business, right? And then the next weekend, you're all about sheep. Well, you brought back memories. That's how we got into ranching. Some of the first things we had was a flock of sheep. So our Facebook blows up with (laughs) with all of our sheep brothers and sisters out there that are are loving the conversation about sheep. We get emails from people literally. Ready to drop us off bottle lambs. To that, all the way to, would you like to purchase our 300 ewe flock? They're ready to have a dispersion and let us buy in on it. They are ready to have a ranch it up dispersion. So Beck sends me a message. She wants chickens. I'm like, you're bringing this up. (laughs) I mean, seriously, chickens. Why chickens? Oh, my gosh. And you even found a sound effect. Nice work there, sound guy. (laughs) That's what I do. Okay, I'm going to say this. Mission accomplished because I sent this to you. The other day was April Fool's Day, so I was doing a little bit of an extension of April Fool's. I sent this just to get your feathers ruffled. I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) <laughs> All I got to do is thank goodness that there are not. Beck wins. Boom. Seriously. Ch- <laughs> you know, speaking of chickens, I don't mean to be going down a different road with this, but this just popped in my head because we've seen them in Walmart. Uh, oh, I can't say that. We saw them in your local convenience store. All the candy and the Easter snacks. You like peeps, don't you? The little marshmallow Marshmallow treats. covered in sugar. How can you not do you like know, those? Do you know how you eat those peeps? Oh, I thought you. this was going to turn into, Beck, your diet is horrible. No, 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 no. Do you know how you eat those peeps? Yes, you, you save them for campfire season, and then you actually put them over the campfire, and you have a toasted peep. Close. You throw them in the trash. Oh, my Here gosh. are some things, uh, a little bit of, of what I want to do, uh, bookkeeping, I guess I would call this. We're doing some maintenance on our podcast side. Where's the wrench sound? You're doing maintenance. I'm trying to help you again. There, does that make you happy? I got a little ratchet sound for you. So we are doing some maintenance on the digital side, on the podcast side. So be patient with us. If there are some glitches as those things happen with technology, we're doing some updating 
and some monkey wrenching. So do that. Monkey wrenching around. So if you download it and it's not there, wait five minutes and try and downloading prob- it again. Probably be there again. So number one, thank you for everybody for downloading and listening and hanging out with us. Uh, number two, all of you that listen on satellite radio, on public radio. Radio in general. Radio thank you. in general. We are radio people. I come from a radio background. Thank you so much for tuning in on your on your, your, your local station with that. Now, moving on to other exciting fun things. You have things. a lot on your list. I have a lot on my list, and I'm, I'm really excited about this because I'm going to tell you all about the Miles City Bucking Horse Sale. Wait, are you finally going to take me to this? Because I've only been on you about this. This is on Beck's bucket list. Yes, it should be on everyone's. Amen. (laughs) Amen. There is, crew, there is so much history. There's a reason why they call this the Cowboy Mardi Gras. Absolutely right. We need to bring some people on on to talk about just the (gasps) history side of it. I think it would be fascinating. But head to buckinghorsesale.com for more information to get tickets, first and foremost. Second, uh, you can follow them on Facebook, Bucking Horse Sale. I think there's even some groups that they have, some some different things based on the, the Bucking Horse Sale. And, and just like you said, the word history, this has been going on for decades. I think it started in 1951. So, is that right? Yeah, that's another reason why it should be on everyone's bucking, so, bu- sorry, bucket list. On your bucking <laughs> list, yes. Um, and in addition to the, the Bucking Horse Sale weekend, which is the 19th through the 22nd, by the way. Leading up to it, Miles City is busy, and they're known for their horse races. I I gave you that piece of paper. I'm telling you, Miles City is the place to be. Starting off in the beginning of May, they right away have the horse races, May 7th and May 8th, and then the following weekend, even more horse races. Activities pretty much going through the entire month of May. Miles City is the place to be in the month of May. So again, the Miles City Bucking Horse Sale, May 19th through the 22nd in Miles City, Montana. Hey guys, Mark Fanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Um, got a few things to update you on. I promised you I'd have some uh, highlights for you from that March 23rd online auction. That was the sheep auction. Saw really good demand there. Probably the bell ringer uh, to report to you guys was uh, 300 head of commercial re- replacement ewe lambs that were sold on that sale. They did $400 a head, which was really good, really strong demand in that commercial sheep sector. So if that's any of you guys looking for a way to market sheep, I'm telling you that we keep seeing it, both on the private treaty side and the online auction side. There seems to be a really good appetite for it there. The next big sale coming up to tell you about is going to be our April 6th sale. Um, That's going to be a show pig special, mostly purebred stuff, Yorkshires, Duroc, Herefords, uh, Berks, Hampshire, Spots, stuff like that. Um, There's a lot of crossbreds on there already for it, too. Um, if you're not into the show pigs, uh, the more traditional stuff for you guys that you would care about, two featured horses on this sale. I got a seven-year-old AQHA Searle Gelding, been used in the feedlot a lot. He also drags calves to the fire every spring, and he's been used in the arena as a head horse. And I also have a five-year-old, really pretty AQHA Palomino mare from Diamond K Ranch in DeWitt, Kansas. There was good demand on hay. That continues. No surprise there. This sale coming up is going to have 41 lots of hay over 1,500 bales. Obviously, that's Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Folks, everyone, we encourage you all to start using LivestockMarket.com as a place to source prices, check prices, especially in the hay sector as drought yeah, conditions, you know, they're looming over much of our listening audience. And we're, we're hearing 
success stories every week from Mark. He's he's kind of filling us in because obviously it works. And for you, Beck, he had the sheep <laughs> updates. I hope you appreciated that. Thanks, Mark. And lots of you, you're fixing to purchase your show pig projects. So ooh, ooh, I want one of those too. Oh my goodness! Up next, we stay with the cow stuff. We talk South Devon cattle in a true cattle battle. Stick around. We'll be right back. Check out LivestockMarket.com. Sales manager for LivestockMarket.com, Mark Vanzi. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform for online sales of all types of livestock, as well as hay and straw. LivestockMarket.com is brought to you by Tractor House and Auction Time, the industry-leading marketplace for connecting buyers and sellers of farm equipment. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. LivestockMarket.com. On Facebook, too. Before bull season gets wrapped up this spring, consider South Devon Bulls and Genetics to fit the needs of the commercial cattlemen. And the place to purchase those genetics is from DLCC Ranch, Saturday, April 16th at the ranch in Piers, Minnesota. DLCC is extremely committed to science and has been gathering whole herd information for over two decades. To learn how South Devon Genetics can benefit your operation, head to DLCCRanch.com. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. This is truly a cattle battle today when I ask the questions of how and why an operation works the way that it does. And in this case, why using breeds of cattle that one does? We're talking about South Devon cattle. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the backstory. It was by chance that Dar Geis and his wife Lynn from the DLCC Ranch got into South Devon cattle. And like so many of us, decisions they seem to be made sitting in the sale barn and again by chance dar guys had a chance to pick up a group of south devon heifers and he did and he found out that they were registered and then he found out that he that he liked them so darn much that that he bought some more cows and and, and he bought some more and then he bought some more cows from a dispersal along with south devon herd bulls from leachman cattle company that was then this is now so now let's fast forward to where we are today, and we're selling, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, South Devon breeding cattle. We're selling uh, the pound makers and the navigators, and those are obviously hybrids. I'm going to get into that in just a little bit, but yep. my question is why? Why, Dar, did your family decide to stay in the South Devon business? I know I'm pushing pretty hard. I mean, with all due respect to the cattle, yep. I think they're fantastic and they have a place. But there have been a lot of people that have gone down different roads. They have followed trends and fads, but your family didn't. Tell me why. When I bought those cows, my intention was just to kind of run. I knew Leachman had them, so I thought, well, I'll just run them a few years and we'll just you know trade and make a little money on them. In a couple of years of having those cows around, they're so amicable to work with. And, and what I mean is by on a 12-month calendar, the South Devon cow, she she lay down, she'll have a calf, she'll claim it. She's a good mother. She's, you know, she's amicable to, to work around. 
she raises that calf. She comes back in the fall. She's in good shape. She's bred, has a big hefty calf on her, you know, and we just, they, they winter well, you know, according to the, you know, the, to meat animal research, you know, they really forage well on grasses. They're, they're one of the best breeds for forages of any breed. And so, um, you know, in a couple of years, I'm kind of wanting to sell some, some other breeds of cows and, and get more South Devon cows. And that's the truth. I mean, Lynn and I do most of this work ourselves and, you know, we're in and out through these cattle year round and, and they just, in the terms of docility and amicability, these cattle really work well. You know, you're, you're touching on some very important things that I think a lot of us tend to forget about, and I'm included because I think so much down the road of what the bulls that I'm buying today, what their calves are going to be like in two years from now. And I tend to forget that it comes down to, first and foremost, I got to have a live calf on the ground and I have to keep a calf on the ground alive. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we live in the, in a country where it's, it's cold, you know, these cows, you know, they, they get these calves up and going. And I think too, you know, uh, we tend to forget, you know, we get locked into these breeds of cattle or in people where we find our bulls from, you know, what really makes the best cow. And, and to me, if you don't notice the cow, she's doing her job. You know, if you notice a cow, then there's a problem usually. And, and another thing I'll say about these cows, they're not hard on the fences. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, not most, a lot of cow guys won't talk about that, but I mean, these cattle are not hard on fences and we had other breeds of cattle. So we knew when they were hard on fences and getting out, but these cattle are good. You know, they're, they're good to rotate. They're good to, uh, to move around and uh, they're easy. Like I said, easy on those fences. And I think that, you know, these are things that most cattlemen don't think about. But, you know, if you, if you want to breed some docility and have that heterosis that, you know, we all try to, to have. And really, South Devon is the only black-hided English breed that will cross on an Angus, you know, cow. So the pound maker and the navigators, what are those? So the, the pound makers we make, uh, and those are comprised of a, either Red Angus or Angus cross on a South Devon. And the navigators, you know, primarily would be on a Simital. The continental breed we have done some limb flex as well but primarily simmental uh, back on south devon so that gives the guys the opportunity like on the sim angus cows they want to bring another third breed in for crossing they'd have another option to, to breed on them sim angus cows and then on the other side if you want to keep them straight english like say you have a black baldy cow the pound makers or south devon's either one would work really well on those cows as well what is some of the criteria that you and your family maintain in the cow herd in 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 the genetics that you use? Because I know you know Lane totes, and he says, "Hey, this is science based. We're using data. We've got years and years and years and years and years of data built up on a breed that is relatively small. So that's impressive that there's some predictability there. There's some you know statistics behind it. So what is some of the criteria that your family uses when you're trying to add genetics and maybe change things up not birth weight but cavities is one of the first things we've worked on for several years and then when we first got those first 22 cows and the next 54 cows we had some surprise large birth weights in that cow herd okay and so we strive to you know to minimize any cavern difficulties whatsoever and make the shape of those kind of cattle so they slide right out of the cow i mean i think that's the first thing you like you talk about the live calf you know, they got to slide out and be on the ground and get up and go. And right. The, they the longer they, the longer that cow, them right cow, out. Yeah. You know, you know, the longer they're in that cow getting pushed out, the, the harder it is for them to get up and go once they hit the ground. Mm -hmm. 
And then the next thing, you know, we, you know, we've had a mandatory birth, weaning, and year and weight criteria for the South Emma Association for as long as we've been members, which is 30-some years. So, you know, we've measured that. And in addition to that, we've done ultrasound now. This will be our 18th year to do an ultrasound on all the males. We, we've done most all, even the heifers as well. But the last couple of years, we just went with uh, doing the ultrasound on the bulls. And now we've stepped up even some more. And this year, we're going to have a genomic EPDs, accuracies for our cattle as well. So, you know, we're trying to hit that up, that, that top, you know, one-fourth of all categories that we can. Uh, and yet have a cow that you can live with, you know, sound-footed, uh, good disposition, good uttered, you know, breed backs, uh, keep their shape. That's the cow part of it. You know, on the science side, you know, we come in, try to use high-indexing bulls that'll do a good job. This year at the ranch, we're going to have more cows than in the history we've ever done. And, and part of that is because these cattle are, you know, easy to handle. And the future of this operation is that, this breed of cattle is going to live on regardless of who has them because the people who buy these cattle, the people who buy the bulls and keep replacements, they don't want to sell these replacements because they know what a good mother cow they are. And all these equations we have, we don't talk enough anymore about just the cow, you know, and I've always said, and I always maintain that I'm the cow guy. I'm the cow man first and foremost. And, and I, there's nothing better in this world than to go out towards dark and, or in the evenings in the summertime and the fall and check those calves inside of those cows. And you just see the improvement we've made. If you'd come by here, Tigger, in October, September, right before we wean them calves, you know, I'm pretty sure your jaw would drop, you know, because this is, you know, Minnesota's a little different country. South Devon, I think we've made a, a whole different shape and type and kind of cow. You know, if people would just kind of go outside the box and look at another breed of cattle that'll, that'll cross with all these different breeds of cattle conveniently and give you the heterosis and, and the hybrid vigor you're looking for and have a cow be standing behind it. I, you know, I, I just welcome anybody to come on April 16th and just see, you know, really what, what we're all about. April 16th at the ranch, Piers, Minnesota, South Devon, Poundmaker and Navigator Cattle. Sale broadcast live over DV Auction. Catalog, sale videos, info, pictures, everything. Just head to dlccranch.com. Dar, thanks so much. Good to talk with you. Stick around. We've got the numbers. We've got the data. We've got the details. It's coming up when we come back. Welcome to the Cowboy Mardi Gras, the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, May 19th to the 22nd. The party of the year gets bigger all the time. With the Thursday kickoff concert, the Oren Murai Permit Challenge on Friday, the PRCA Match Front Riding on Sunday, and now three days of horse racing. Plus, there's family fun at the annual parade, shopping our huge trade show, and lots more events. Go to BuckingHorseSale.com to see our giant four-day weekend of fun and get your tickets now for the one and only world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, Beck and I, your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Punchy Yields by UPH on Facebook. Give them a like and follow, if you would, please. Handmade pullovers, very punchy and my favorite. Wild rugs, very punchy and my second favorite. They do some leather work, too. Punchy Yields by UPH. On Facebook. Punchy. Punchy. Very punchy. What is one of your favorite times of year? And it's right around the corner. Easy. Branding season. I love branding season. Crew, it doesn't matter if you're selling commercial heifer calves come fall or bulls next spring. 
Branding season is the time to take samples for genetic testing. Get enrolled in Igenity Branded or Igenity Beef. Add value to those feeder cattle. Add value to your breeding cattle through genetic evaluation tools from, you guessed it, Neogen. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for hanging out with us. Kirk Donsbach with StoneX Financial Incorporated. Before we begin, Kirk, I need to pass a couple pieces of information along to, to you and to everyone. The first one is uh, if those of you are just joining us or new to the Ranch It Up program, you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. I get his newsletter every single uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, kind of in there, going through the markets. The second is, Kirk, I have a message that I need to pass along to you. <laughs> Are you getting nervous yet about this? Lynn, you're a little bit <laughs> this is from a listener in Utah. They wanted, I talked to them, uh, I think it was Thursday, and they said, pass this along to Kirk. We love his market commentary because he said he... He, he goes through it quick. He tells us a little bit about all the different things and gives us enough nuggets and just tell him thank you for what he does. So from one of our listeners in Utah, there you go. Oh, man, Tigger, that means a lot. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to give kudos to you because you you were probably the leader in designing the format for sure. And I didn't let you off the hook when you said I don't want to do be any part of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So what uh, – and, and for those of you that – like I said, if you're brand new to the Ranch It Up show, one of the things that Kirk loves to do is Kirk's analytical. You're going to find this out, and he likes the numbers. He likes going through that, and that's what people like to hear. So this is the part in the program where I pass the mic to Kirk, and I say, Kirk, do your thing. Go through the numbers. One, two, three, go. All right, Tigger, we'll just jump right into it. So as of Friday, March 25th, April feeders closed 161.15. That's down a buck seventy-five week over week, leaving the CME feeder index, the average cash price, at 154.82, up a dollar 68, which narrows the basis to a negative one dollar and sixty cents. So that basis is actually uh, uh, closed in a little bit. We did have a cattle on feed this week. On feed came in at 101.4 percent, uh, kind of a bearish place number at 109.3. I think everybody's expecting that to be largely herd liquidation due to the droughts. And then a bullish marketed number at a, at 104.9. Kind of uh, to sum up the cattle on feed, uh, agcenter.com is a really nice site that I'd like to check in all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think he sums it up very nicely by stating the cattle on feed report showed heavy numbers of cattle placed in February. But as we approach the end of March, those placements have reversed to well below last year. And that trend is ex expected to continue through the year. So. Although the place number was bearish, uh, it partly is offset by a bullish marketed number, and everybody knows what's going on with the drought and where the cow herds headed. Jumping back to the markets, April Live closed 140 and a quarter, down 52 cents, so basically consolidating. Cash traded one, mostly 138, with some 140 to 42s in the north, leaving our basis negative 247 in the south and positive 152 in the north. Our weekly slaughter came in at a very very positive 659,000. That's up 15,000 over last week and 10,000 over last year. Box prices rallied with the increased slaughter. So that's also a bullish signal with choice trading Friday at 262.64, up 448. 
And to wrap this up, May corn closed seven dollars and fifty three cents, almost fifty four cents on Friday. That's up twelve and a half cents on the week, mostly consolidating after a March fourth high. Kind of the big news we haven't talked about Ukraine a whole lot, but the big news in the grain market is uh, Russia changing their strategy to mostly Eastern Ukraine. Uh, which is a pro-Russian part of the country anyway. And it kind of, the market is reading that as, as Putin is looking for a way to call it a victory and, and get out of the mess he's in. The market is considering that bearish news to the grain prices. Thank you, Kirk, for that. And, you know, one of these days I'm going to jump in and join you, Kirk, you on this. You never get a chance to visit with uh, Kirk, No, I know. But I do want to say a special thank you to our listeners that send us their feedback, whether it's good, bad, the ugly. Indifferent. We appreciate it all. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And a big tip of the hat to Dennis Jenkins, who never misses a show. We're not going to go through both sale reports. You're going to have to look them up yourself. But before we say fare thee well and by request, I do have a Missouri weekly feeder cattle summary for you. Four to five weight steers, a dollar seventy-two to two thirty-two and a half. Five to six weights, a dollar sixty-nine to two eighteen. Six to seven weights, a dollar forty-three to two oh four fifty. Seven to eight weights, a dollar thirty-five to a dollar seventy-five. Eight to nine weights, a dollar thirty-eight. $2.5910. And then 900 up to 1,000 pounds at $1.39 to $1.5185. On the heifer side in Missouri, four to five weights at $1.49 to $2.05. Five to six weights, $1.38.5 to $1.83. Six to seven weight heifers, $1.30 to $1.76. Seven to eight weights at $1.31.5 to $1.69. Eight to nine weights, $1.22 to $1.44. And I like wrapping up with the way up cattle, the cows from 50 up to 97, and the way up bulls from 66 and a half up to $1.32. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Dargeis with the DLCC Ranch, Kirk Donsbach with StoneX Financial Incorporated, and of course, the boss lady, Beck. Our partners, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, DLCC Ranch, Punchy Yields by UPH, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always hashtag, I got it figured out now, Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and... Ranch it up. Hashtag.